Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This morning, opening up, Victoria's long road to freedom revealed Melbourne under lockdown for another five weeks. Restrictions ease, relief for Sydney's hotspot suburbs, fault lines dividing the city are raised. Christian Porter quits, the former Attorney General resigns from the front bench after a week of scrutiny over who funded his defamation battle. And AFL's brightest stars shine at the ground low, all the glitz and the glam from the red carpet. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Victorians can now start making plans for Christmas after the Premier unveiled the state's long-awaited Freedom Plan. Restrictions will start easing when the state hits 80% single-dose vaccination next week. Outdoor activities the first to resume. Four weeks later, at 70% double-dose, pubs, clubs and entertainment venues will open to the fully vaccinated. Schools will also return part-time. The end goal, to have 30 visitors in homes by Christmas. Initial reaction is yippee <laughs> but uh, of course it's a bit, it's a longer time again, another five weeks, so it's a long road. Meantime, Victorians stuck in New South Wales can apply for exemptions to return home today after border rules eased overnight. Meantime, three Victorian regions have been plunged back into a seven-day lockdown. Authorities are concerned about rising cases in Geelong, the Surf Coast and Mitchell Shire. Restrictions begin today, but unlike Melbourne, they won't have a curfew. Sydney hotspot areas are waking up to their first morning of eased restrictions, with rules brought into line with the rest of the city. People in council areas of concern are now allowed unlimited exercise and recreation. That includes outdoor gatherings of up to five fully vaccinated adults within five kilometres of their homes. Shopping can be done anywhere within a person's LGA. Weddings now allowed to have 11 guests. This is a wonderful step forward in equalising all of Greater Sydney in relation to COVID rules. Outdoor pools can reopen in New South Wales from next Monday, even in areas of concern. Australia received another vaccine supply boost overnight with a second shipment of over 700,000 Moderna jabs touching down in Sydney. The shots will make their way to over 1,800 pharmacies across the country, hoping to speed up the national rollout. This shipment makes up the lion's share of the million doses we're receiving from Europe.
Queensland's Super Pfizer vaccine weekend was a major success, with 56,000 doses administered over the two days. A record 33,000 people turned up to community hubs on Saturday alone. But not everyone who wanted a jab could get one, some centres running out of doses by midday. Former Attorney-General Christian Porter has sensationally resigned from Federal Cabinet over a secret funding scandal. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. What does this mean for the Prime Minister's party moving forward? Well, it's another scandal it can ill afford, Jody, especially with an election looming. Uh, Christian Porter put his career on the line last week when he revealed he had accepted an anonymous donation to help pay his hefty legal bills in a now discontinued defamation case against the ABC and journalist Louise Milligan. Scott Morrison ordered an investigation to determine if that breached ministerial standards. But in the end, instead of revealing the donors, Mr Porter decided to move to the backbench. In a statement attacking the ABC, he said he didn't want to expose those who had contributed to his legal bills to the Twitter mob, saying he's determined to contest the next election in the WA seat of Pearce and has no intention of standing aside. But despite resigning from the ministry, Labor says Mr Porter has an obligation to identify where the money came from. Members of Parliament, as well as ministers, just can't accept money from anonymous donors for a private legal matter. Mr Albanese says if Mr Porter doesn't clarify where the money came from, he's not fit to remain in Parliament. Jody. OK, Rob Scott, thank you. An Australian first rapid COVID test is being introduced in the greyhound industry. Greyhound Racing New South Wales will use a three-minute antigen test to screen participants who haven't had both vaccine doses. It's hoped the testing will protect the industry worth over $500 million a year and pave the way to free up the rest of the state. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he tried to call the French president before pulling out of the submarine deal. France is furious about the federal government's decision to scrap the $90 billion project in favour of a new alliance with the UK and US. The country's foreign minister says Australia only told Paris about its plan one hour before the announcement was made to the world. The fallout now threatens to derail trade talks with the European Union. Thousands of online shopping deliveries could be delayed this week after drivers from FedEx voted to go on strike, while workers from another delivery company, StarTrack, have planned a 24-hour stoppage on Thursday. Demand has never been greater, with locked-down Aussies spending $3.7 billion online last month, a jump of 20% from the previous month. One of the side effects of the pandemic has been a rise in the number of Australians developing shingles. It's a painful condition often triggered by stress. Now there's a new campaign to warn those most at risk. Eight months after contracting shingles, Maxine Evans is still in agony. It's like being stabbed by the devil. Um, You can't control it. You can't make it go away. And it's there all the time. Shingles is a condition activated by the chickenpox virus, which can lie dormant for decades. Like shocks shooting through your body. This is how some people describe their shingles pain. A graphic health campaign is currently highlighting the debilitating disease, which attacks more than 120,000 Australians every year. You're much more likely to have a stroke. You're much more likely to have a heart attack. And so this is a terrible, terrible disease that's on the increase. Retired cooking show host Peter Everett has battled several episodes he thinks were triggered by stress. 
my hands were so puffed up and so full. I mean, I was being hand fed by my grandmother. You know, I, 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 it was so painful. Aging and weakened immune systems allow the virus to flare. And while the highly effective Shingrix vaccine is now available in Australia, at $562, it's out of reach of many. I can't afford it, but I will afford it. And I think that it needs to be looked at. Shingles is most common in the over 50s, with one in three at risk of developing the crippling disease. For some, the nerve pain remains for months, even years. We are seeing more shingles after COVID and certainly it's something that uh, we need to keep an eye off. Jackie Quist, 7 News. New screening tests could soon identify pregnant women at risk of potentially deadly complications. It's hoped the development will allow doctors and midwives to intervene before it's too late. Anya Arthurs enjoyed a textbook pregnancy until she reached 39 weeks gestation. I was swimming and walking and everything was normal and then all of a sudden my blood pressure skyrocketed. She was diagnosed with preeclampsia, a condition that can be deadly for mum and bubs. I had to have a C-section pretty much two days after that appointment, so it all went very quickly from that point. It's a common pregnancy complication along with gestational diabetes, preterm birth and intrauterine growth restriction. Over 30% of women in Australia have one or more of those four complications. During early pregnancy there can be no warning signs but now researchers from Flinders University believe they've found a way to identify mums who are at risk. There are factors that are secreted by the placenta into mum's blood that we can measure and then in real time say how healthy that placenta is and therefore how healthy the baby is. As it's non-invasive blood could be screened regularly giving doctors and midwives the chance to act before it's too late. It's definitely close monitoring but also for things like preeclampsia, low-dose aspirin um, every day from before 16 weeks of gestation, we reduce her risk by 50%. For Anya, that simple intervention could have made all the difference. Regardless, she's healthy now and her baby's thriving too. Gertie Sperling, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the week lower, the Nasdaq was also down, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,753 US dollars an ounce, oil is 72 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.68 US cents, 79, almost 80 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. New laws will be introduced to prevent political parties continuously spamming millions of Australian phones. The legislation follows thousands of complaints about unsolicited text messages sent by Clive Palmer's United Australia Party. Under the new bill to be put to Parliament, Australians will be, have the ability to unsubscribe from unwanted political messages. The rare but deadly Ebola virus that ravaged parts of Africa in recent years may have been defeated. A Congolese professor who first identified the disease says vaccines and medical treatments have now made Ebola preventable and curable. The highly infectious virus causes hemorrhaging and has, up until now, almost always been fatal. A volcano has erupted on the Spanish Canary Island of La Palma. After days of small earthquakes, red lava and black and white smoke erupted along the volcanic ridge. Spanish authorities are racing to evacuate 1,000 people as lava creeps towards homes on the mountainside. The volcano has been dormant for 50 years. 
Israel has captured the last two Palestinian prisoners who escaped from a maximum security jail. The two men were part of a group of six fugitives who used spoons to tunnel their way out of prison 10 days ago. The four other escapees were caught more than a week ago. The escape has caused major embarrassment to Israel's security establishment. Prince Charles and wife Camilla have attended a service at Westminster Abbey to mark the anniversary of the Battle of Britain. The Prince of Wales helped lead the Thanksgiving service to commemorate the victory and loss of life of members of the Royal Air Force in 1940. The service was pared down for a second year in a row due to the pandemic. Television's biggest stars are hitting the red carpet this morning for the Emmys. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Los Angeles for us this morning. Good morning, Ash. The streaming services have dominated this year's nominations. Jodie, it was a year when the world had a bit of extra time on their hands to catch up on TV, and that was good news for Netflix, uh, the streaming giant is expected to dominate today and take out their first ever Best Drama for The Crown. Also Best Actress Emma Corrin tipped to take that award uh, for her portrayal uh, of Princess Diana. Then there's Gillian Anderson. She's expected to take out Best Supporting Actress for her role uh, as Margaret Thatcher. Also a year when the world needed a bit of a laugh uh, and Apple's Ted Lasso delivered on that. 20 nominations all up, including Best Actor 2. Now, flying the flag for Australia, uh, Yvonne Strahovski up for Best Supporting Actress in The Handmaid's Tale. Now, the show is back to an in-person event, but it will be scaled back to uh, about a few hundred people. Jodie? OK, Ash Mullaney in the US. Thank you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. In sport, Port Adelaide's Ollie Wines has taken out the AFL's highest honour, the star midfielder polling a record equaling 36 points to win the prestigious Brownlow medal. I'm a little bit rattled, to be honest, still. Um, there's so many great players that I still look up to. Wines finished just ahead of Bulldogs skipper Marcus Bontempelli and Demon star Clayton Oliver. Richmond's Shy Bolton won Mark of the Year, while docker Caleb Sarong took out Goal of the Year. Aussie Olympic swimmer Maddie Wilson has been admitted to hospital with COVID in Italy ahead of an international swimming league event. Double vaccinated before the Tokyo Games in August, Maddie says her busy schedule in recent months may have made her more susceptible to the virus and says she's disappointed at being unable to compete alongside her teammates. 
Virat Kohli has announced he'll step down as skipper of his Indian Premier League side Royal Challengers Bangalore at the end of the season. The superstar says he needs space to refresh and regroup. It comes after also announcing his intention to stand down as India's T20 captain after the World Cup next month. After a four-month interruption, the IPL resumed in Dubai overnight. The Chennai Super Kings beating defending champions Mumbai Indians by 20 runs. Huge crowds have strolled along the Champs-Élysées in Paris, taking advantage of a car-free day. The French capital's usually busy streets were instead packed with people. Many took the chance to get a close-up look at the Arc de Triomphe, which has been transformed temporarily into an art installation. The monument has been wrapped in silver fabric, an idea conceived by the late artist Christo. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough and cold front are generating brisk winds, rain and highland snow in southern parts of the country. A trough extending from northern WA to southwest Queensland is triggering showers and storms. Cool onshore winds are bringing showers to southern WA. Around the capitals today, sunny with a late shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 29 degrees. Cloud and wind increasing with a top of 27 in Sydney. 16 in showers in Canberra. Showers also for Melbourne, a top of 13. Rainy and 12 degrees in Hobart. 14 in Adelaide with some showers. Sunny and 24 degrees in Perth. And sunshine, 36 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 20th of September.